Blog Talk Radio.
for the days that we are in right now. We thank you for the challenges, the trials, the tribulation, the purification. We thank you for everything that you are doing to us, changing us to make us ready for the days ahead. We give you all the glory. And now to him who is able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless someday before the presence of your glory, Father, with exceeding joy, our Lord Jesus. And to you, our Savior, who alone is wise. Be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. All right. Here goes. Ready? Planet X, Nibiru, Second Sun, FEMA camps, FEMA coffins, great aliens, alien abductions, FEMA trains, mass graves, Nick Biden, Skinner, teams, mind control slaves, Phil Schneider, Dolce Wars, Bob Lazar, reverse engineers, alien spacecraft, Bruce Allen Walton, Utah State Penitentiary, Disclosure Project, Clifford Stone, 50 documented species, Georgia Guidestone, reduced population of 500 million, Islamic Rise, I'm on Mahdi, False Messiah, Operation Garden Plot, MK Ultra, 9 11's Inside Drop, Israeli Messiah, Georgia State Collapse, Martin Bush in charge of Securicon, 8911 Truth, Building 7 Collapses, but not hit by a plane, 77 Ripple Effect, Establishment of Northcom, Elimination of Pazi Comitatus, Russian and Chinese troops on American soil, Denver Airport Underground Bunkers, Forces of the Apocalypse, Closing Counters of the Third Time Coordinates, Chief Underground Military Bases, CIA and Key Operations Relocate to Denver, Atlantis, Lemuria, Middle East Muslim Riots, Public Video Surveillance Cameras, Unified Global Control Grid, World Government, NATO, President Director, 9251, National Defense Authorization Act of 2012, No Habeas Corpus, Extraordinary Rendition, Military Industrial Complex, Military Extraterrestrial Industrial Complex, Chemtrails, High Frequency Active Aurora Research Program, Heart, Magneto Leviton Train Systems, Genetically Modified Foods, Seed Balls, Terminator Seeds, Codex Alimentarius, Agenda 21, Ship Implants, Ancient Aliens, Inunaki, Hidden Nukes, Micronukes, Volume Micronukes, Underwater Pyramids, Foreign Troop Builders, Martial Law, Project Blue Beam, UFOs Around the Sun, Hybridized Humans, Akhenaten Hieroglyphs, Pyramid Shaped UFOs, Super Soldiers, Nanotech, Financial Collapse, International Monetary Fund, Supercurrency, Disclosure Secrecy, Zachariah Switching, Corruption of the Human Genome, Perfect, Perfectly Possessed Human, Shape Shifting Reptilian, Vibrational Shifts, Mainstream Media UFO Reports, Stern Accelerator, God Particle, Effect of a Rogue Planet, Any Matter Accumulator, Stargates, Wormholes, Spirals, Asteroids, Comets, Cosmic Disturbances, UFO Wars in the First Atmosphere, 
suns, heliosphere, neutrinos, first core, first magnetosphere, third generation night vision goggles, first wobbles, electric orbit, eccentricity of the moon, alien races, energy orbs, strange sounds, sky trumpets, UFO, FBI documents released, economical religious initiatives, polish, 5013C government church controls, Pleiadian cosmic visitations, global seismic indicators, rise of the new age police, indigo children, star children, Kundalini spirits, personal angels, energy orbs, wind towers, light workers, black federation of lies, financial collapse, third seal, media front loading, alien movies, UFOs, prophetic movies, endless distractions, earthquakes, volcanoes, tornadoes, and extended winters, animal bios, pandemics, manufactured poisons, HIV, swine flu, Ebola, pineal gland destruction, advanced bioweapons release, and bizarre chicken behaviors on the compound. There's always someone that's watching you. And so the government won't admit they face a whole moon landing. Thought control rates like a chronic scanning. Don't mind that. I protected because I made this hat from aluminum foil. Where it has a foil line in case an alien's inclined to pro or read your mind. Look a bit peculiar. Seems a little crazy. There's a big conspiracy. The, the limits of debate in this country are, 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 are established before the debate even begins, and everyone else is marginalized or made to seem either to be communist or some sort of disloyal person, a kook, there's a word, and now it's conspiracy. So they've made that something that, that, is, that is, should, should not be even entertained for a minute, that powerful people might get together and have a plan. Doesn't happen. You're a kook. You're a conspiracy buff. There's a big conspiracy. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen to that. Yeah. <clears throat> So anyway, I had a hell day today, a true hell day, really. No exaggeration. Matter of fact, um, because of my sponge-like um, e, uh, HSP behavior or attributes, I sucked in too much of the negativity associated with what, what, you know with what's going on over in the Ukraine. Because when you know what's really happening, it is very. Um, Troubling. We'll leave it at that. Um, so I cracked. <laughs> so your prayers are greatly, uh, 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 you know, appreciated. Because um, I cracked. I did. I did. Too much pressure, too many lies, too much nutsness, craziness, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I was on this meeting, and, um, you know, protocols weren't followed. Uh, and I live by myself, and I can't just, you know, conjure up somebody to watch my house. And uh, this guy on the meeting broke protocol and said, hey, you know, if this, that, and the other thing happens, we need to go out to the client's aid, which, by the way, is in Sacramento, so I'd have to fly, like, you know, six hours, maybe worse, two legs, Wearing a mask the whole day before, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I want to like you know, forgive me that we're, we're saying it like this, but I wanted to kill him. I wanted to kill the guy. I couldn't believe he said that. But you know, so um, I cracked. 
on the uh, conference call <laughs> with a marginally uh, small group of people that are important and whatever. And I told him what I thought about the whole idea because it's it's just not acceptable. Anyway, so uh, so do I have a job tomorrow? I don't know. I'll see. Um, did I apologize to a few people? You know here. Yeah, I did. Um, but um, the pressure associated with being aware of the things that are actually happening in the Ukraine. Now, never mind the rest of the world, which is bad enough. It's bad. But let's just pretend for a moment that it's all focused on the Ukraine. When you know it's really happening, it's pretty darn horrible. It is so horrible that, well, I'll just use the colloquialism, words cannot describe. Very horrible and all being lied about. So, um, you know, whether or not you believe it or not, I don't care. I mean, you know, as far you know, I have not done this year this program for 11 years, 4,000 radio shows, given a rip about what anybody who listens to this program thinks about. doesn't matter to me. So irrelevant. I could not care. You could not raise my hair, dander, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't accept any money. I don't. Look for your approval. I am here for one reason, and that reason is to serve God. Period. It's not to, hey, hey, look at my, I serve God and you love my messages, but don't forget about my PayPal button. Right over there is a PayPal button. I need your support. I don't need your support. I'll work, you know, hopefully never, but... You know, I'll work, you know, 60, 70 hour weeks to build my own business if I have to, to serve God, which means I'll be here talking to y'all. So anyway, but yeah, I, you know, uh, it's, it, we have a situation right now, which is dark. It's hard to get your arms around. And I'm very fortunate and I don't care what. N-A blank blank A-N says about S-T-E blank blank N. Uh, For those of you who know what I'm talking about. First off, the first one should never be saying anything negative about the second one. So right there you have a major sin before God. And don't even get me going on on the verses. Second off, the first one is incorrect. Third off... The second one, how does he deal with it? But anyway, if you're one of those who've heard about it, I've got the emails. Sorry. Because it's the antithesis of what we are to be in Christ, especially amidst one another. And it's happening. Right, kids? It's happening right before your eyes. I know. I know. But anyway, um, oh, I wanted to play this for you. Um, Today, like I said, was a hell day. I snapped. Um, I did the, I don't know, it's forbidden in uh, big business, which is what I work in. And uh, I told some people when I thought about the situation in a rather uh, 
colorful manner. Let's just put it that way. And, of course, I had to, you know, tell the father I was sorry, but it was bad. And um, anyway, long story short, I said what I had to say. I apologize to the people that I had to apologize to, and hopefully everything will be fine. But if you would pray for me, that would be great. Big fan of any power I can get from heaven to sustain the show. Job goes down. Radio show goes down. Then I have to rebuild another thing to make money and then maybe I can recover the radio show but it would not be pretty so anyway the ideal thing is that you know you pray for me and of course I guarantee I'll pray for you all right so on that note I'm going to play like I promised um Tatiana's I want to add some realism to this okay I know you're getting bombarded by CNNBC or whatever, or CNN or Fox or whatever. Hannity's drolling dribble about whatever's on his teleprompter, whatever. The only ones they got any spirit at all is Carlson, and he holds back for sure. And uh, even Alex Jones is a little slow to catching on to a lot of this stuff, which is, you know, not so surprising after his beating he took over Sandy Hook. But I want to play for you um, these audio bites that I got from uh, Sister Tatiana. Now, you have to understand, I've known her for eight years, or at least that much, I think. And we've been in regular almost daily communication about a whole bunch of things about what this person thinks whether or not the earth is flat blah 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 all kinds of stuff but for like you know eight nine ten years so i've known her i've done radio shows in moscow with her help she was the translator it was kind of like over a zoom kind of skype thing and um, there was a podcaster, uh, you know, 20 plus miles out of Moscow or whatever. And we covered the alien topic and where they are in the Bible and all kinds of stuff. It's really cool. And she did the um, actual translation. When she was grown, when she was uh, being raised as a small child, uh, she um, traveled with um, Ukrainian um missionaries and her job was to translate the gospel the good news about jesus to the ukrainian people for like forever for years and years and years she did this so um i don't really care what anybody else thinks to me it's just irritating and exhausting um, I've known these people for way too long. I keep track of information that is beyond most people's understanding. And I validate it from multiple sources. So I know it's right. And I, you know, at the end of the day, if somebody wants to say, hey, that's a black statue, and I know it's a white statue, you know what? It's a waste of my time to even get into the discussion. I don't care about it. If the person wants to believe the sky is green, let them believe the sky is green. I don't have time for that malarkey. All right? Praise God. Do you kids? 
Alright So now Before I play these for you Allow me to um, Warn you That um, You know She is Ukrainian Slash Russian And her um, Primary language Is you know Russian Um, And why is that important all right. Well, because just like, you know, like when I learned two years of French, um, to me, when I say vous êtes married, nobody is like, you know, insulted by it. However, if you're from France and I say vous êtes married, then they're like, you know, hey, dude, you want, you know, I'm ready to kick your cheeks in the next generation or whatever. So. The meaning of words when you are when that language is not native to you is very significant. So um, as I play these, you will hear her say the S word or whatever here and there. But you have to understand that that's like me saying the word the M word in French, merde. To a French person, merde can be a pretty derogatory statement. But to the rest of the world, it's irrelevant. So anyway, I just want to let you know that um, before I play these for you, because, you know, she does liberally use that particular word in her descriptions, which is basically accurate. However, it could be offensive to some people, maybe to kids. I don't know. Kids, what do you think? I know it. You're smart, kids. Not to you. All right. So anyway, on that point, I'm going to go ahead and play some of these because they're kind of cool. Imagine hearing it from somebody who grew up in the Ukraine, in Odessa, whose mother lives there now, who totally gets the Nazis and has been dealing with them since she was a kid. That's pretty wild, huh? That's amazing to me. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and play them now. There's about one, two, three, four, five, five of them. Not too long, but very interesting. And you'll hear them no other place except here. <laughs> like that really matters. But anyway, I just thought I'd share that. All right, praise God, here we go. Here's the first one. Hello, John. The thing is that uh, we knew this, this was happening. We knew it was coming for the last 20 years just because of uh, how they slowly and slowly were moving, moving equipment and everything, as well as NATO instructors there, you know. So they've been preparing Ukraine for this for a long time. And we knew it was just a matter of time. So now it's happening now. You understand? Even with these bio labs, which uh, we also knew for the last, I don't know, 10 years. I'm not sure. Knew about this, but uh, my mother knew, and all we could say, like, yeah, they're going to some Ukrainians, you know? And uh, no one ever will even know where it's coming from. Basically, people knew, but Ukrainians couldn't do anything like normal Ukrainians, not those brainwashed 
So they couldn't do anything. Like even about those bioweapons, weird, uh, what is it, outbreaks, you know, throughout the years here and there. And no one could do anything because of the skiers regime, which expelled, literally expelled those who said anything against them or those who couldn't uh, escape, they were killed, they were shot, or they were put to prison. Some of some of those people were still in prison for saying anything against the great nationalistic Ukraine. Even uh, when I discuss it with my other, no, there's one Christian lady, she lives in Lvov. Lvov is basically in uh, Western Ukraine, but she's like a black sheep <laughs> in terms of, because she sees all, all of this happening, this Nazi, even her relatives, they are killing, I mean, they're not killing her, but they hate her. They have this spirit of hate. And I've, I've encountered the same spirit and she, she've, She's gone through that as well, so she she sees the reality, you know. Even though she's Western from Western Ukraine, but people like her, they're being suppressed and threatened, and the churches are the same. The churches participated, and they're not even repenting. This lady, she says, uh, "You have to repent. You have to repent. The war is the punishment from God. God allowed this to happen." So. Like cleanse, repent in your sins, you know, and they don't want to listen to her. They, she said something on Facebook, and of course Facebook blocked her, and some other supposed Christians are against her. She says it's a lot of shit, shit, <laughs> bullshit is coming out Mared. from the so-called Christians because she she tells it as it is, biblical speaking. The war is punishment. God allows it. So the people repent and cleanse from your iniquities in a sense. But they did not repent in 2004. There was the first Maidan. They did not repent in 2014. They said, where is Nazi? Nazi in Ukraine? No, we don't have any Nazis. They did not see it. They did not repent in 2014. And now what we have? The fruit. This is the fruit of their non-repentance. And those... Uh, I'll send this message and then I'll record one more. And those supposed Christians, what they do? Instead of repenting, the funny thing, I'll describe the, the sequence of events. Instead of repenting, those uh, Christians that listen to God, some of them, God says, just stay where you are, even where some of them are in Kharkov. I, I come across lady in Kharkov, she says, we're just praying, trust God, he protects us, even though there was some kind of military actions around, you know, explosions, and they even go, go out for a walk. People are surprised. How you go out for a walk? And the, the other lady from Western Ukraine, she is a normal. She's healthy Christian, the same, trust in God. No, uh, they do not curse like, ah, oh, curse you Russians. They curse Russian Christians. It's like, what are you doing? These Ukrainians, they curse Russian Christians. Everyone understands it's the king of this world is organizing all, all of this, you know? Ah, returning back to what I wanted to say. So these Christians, they try to escape war, especially particularly those who have money. So they escape to Europe, 
they escape to U.S. and they say, oh, we've, we've been persecuted, whatever, they lie. <laughs> and I think, okay, God will get you in the U.S.A. because it's only a matter of time what happens here, you know, and what is the safe location. They they think that it's they arrived to, to safety. They they tried to escape uh, becoming right with God, this Ukrainian Christians, those nationalistic but they're not christians that i don't think they're even born again i don't i doubt it you know so they run they go to europe oh it's like we escaped yeah they will not escape from god because they refused to repent all these years they thought oh we escaped to usa and, and one more point so this is just regular christians and then the the, the other so-called pastors who escaped from Odessa like months ago, you know, month ago, when everything just started in Donbass. Odessa is quiet until now. I mean, relatively quiet, you know. So there's one pastor, she, whatever, she pastor. I'm not, I'm not commenting on this. So she ran away to the United States. And I say, yeah, really? She escaped to the United States. Okay, God will get her here. And, and then I asked, why did she leave? If Because supposedly she's a pastor and she had a flock there, you know. She ran away, I say. During the World War II, pastors, uh, those who are real pastors, they stayed with their flock because not everyone can escape or run away. There are like many old or sick or young, old, I don't know, widows, you know. So she just ran away, and many of them, they just ran away, pastors, you know. They came to USA, and then they're going to tell you a story here. Oh, we've been uh, persecuted by Putin, or we escaped the war. But she did not escape the war. She ran away just in the first days of, like, February, you know, February 25th. <laughs> Russia attacked, quote, February 24th. And then they keep the war on February 25th. This is ridiculous, but you're going to come across this uh, line, stories uh, over and over again, because it's been perpetration of lie over and over again, because they have to cover one lie with the other lie, and then so on and so forth. I'm just talking so much just because it's outrageous, and uh, because I see it from, like, uh, inside and how it's been going and going on another thing uh, particularly charismatics ran away i mean like not all charismatics are charismatics not all charismatics are like real charismatics but the point is all these uh, pentecostal slash charismatics they've been always talking about like faith trust in god like belief in god's promises blah 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 and what do we see here? The war started, and they are the first ones who ran away from Ukraine, leaving their flock there. How can I call it? You are liars. They are liars. They lied about their supposed faith. Because if they believed in God, they would stay. They, they're not working in Walmart. They're not dealing with the boxes. They're dealing with souls. And they just left their flock that easy. So they left and came to USA, you know, to gather some new uh, naive people to collect money. So 
this is outrageous and they just don't see it because this lady told me, ah, oh, she, she went to the States. And I say, why did she come to the States? Does she think it's going to be any better here? I bet she doesn't know what we know, you know. I bet she doesn't know. Okay, God will get you here at some point. Because she left and I'm thinking, but she's been preaching about faith, trust in God, and blah, blah, blah. It's like it just proves uh, this uh, this whole uh, this whole event proves that whatever they preach, they don't do not really believe in it. Because when I come across these um, plain Christians, they go to job, uh, live regular life Christians. Uh, again, I'm telling you, and they're okay. I mean, they realize what's happening. They're not cursing Russians, cursing Russian Christians. One lives in in Kharkov. One lives in Lvov. One lives in Kiev, I think, and some of them is in Western Ukraine. Basically, in some of the, those areas where there's those military actions. So, can you imagine? I mean, I'm just telling you like insider information about all this lies, how I see it, how pastors just, whoop, we're not there. We are, we are, how to say it? I was laughing almost, and I was angry because my former pastor, I used to be in the Messianic congregation, basically Russia attacked Ukraine on February 24th, and it was the eastern <laughs> eastern part, and they blew up some airports. Uh, now he is in three stories online, ABC, then another story, then another, like, American media. Oh, these pastors, they escaped the war, and now they are blah, 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 they're helping refugees, but the refugees, after they escaped, they are like in a trap. Once they're in Europe, once they're in USA. Once, especially if they don't know the language. So they uh, portrayed him like uh, this hero of faith who escaped the war and uh, he gone through those atrocities. I mean, it's total lies, total bullshit. And I listened to those three newscasts. I don't know, it's in Texas, I, I guess. They have connections with Texas. So it's like uh, un- unbelievable what's happening like on a national level as well as on a Christian church level. Christian church le- level is the worst. But the, the truth is that like in the book of Jeremiah, God says, uh, in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah was preaching destruction. They, he was hated. And then... Uh, uh, the smart ones, like, okay, we're going to go to Egypt. We're not going to go through this war, uh, if you read the Jeremiah, because I was reading it, and I saw this whole thing. And in the book of Jeremiah, they said, okay, we're going to go to Egypt. We're not going to go through this war. We're not going to repent, like this lady from the walk said. They're not even thinking about repentance, not at all. I mean, um, he, she's talking about Christians. Like, please, uh, search your life and see what's wrong with you. But instead, they they uh, encourage more more uh, hate. They encourage them, go to war, fight Russians, take armor. But of course, uh, if they go against the tank, they're going to be eliminated. Like, And uh, so they run to Egypt, but God says in the book of Jeremiah, okay, 
I'll go, I'm going to get you. And he sent Babylonian king to come to Egypt to get the earth. You understand the idea, basically, because people do not repent, he sends the war. People think that they will outsmart God. In the book of Jeremiah, they run to Egypt. Right now, they run to Europe and to USA. USA. I wonder why they don't run to Africa. Yeah? So they think they're going to be in safety in Europe, in USA. But God will allow events to develop in such a way that there will be pockets of safety for those who repent and trust God. And God will will get those who try to escape and still don't repent, don't repent, don't repent. They may lose their life, for all we know. I mean, because they're so stubborn in their sins that it's, uh, they think they will outsmart God. They're, they've been living this way all their life. They thought that they're smarter than anybody, anyone else. I'm talking about Christians, of course, and worldly people, it's clear like who they are, but Christians are not, not better, supposed Christians. Well, because we tried to, me and another bro- brother in Christ who is in Russia right now, he's in, I forgot the city. He is in Russia, basically. He's Russian, I'm Ukrainian or whatever. But we are in Christ and we don't buy into this uh, kill Russians or whatever. Ukrainians are, I mean, uh, worldly and fleshly Christians. Uh, they are involved in all of these affairs, you know. So, as we say, you look at this uh, it's a biblical point of view, and um, we have seen a lot of this uh, in Book of Jeremiah. And I think uh, he he recorded a video. Uh, uh, there was a historical event also in the Bible when. Uh, Basically, there was an, one king was going against another king, and, uh, and he had to go through Israel, basically. Let, let me go through Israel. And he was telling Israeli king, like, come on, let me go through your territory. I'm not going to touch you, and uh, I need to get to this Assyrian. I forgot it's Egypt against Assyria. And this Israeli king said, no, I'm going to go at war with you. But it's not his war. It's not the Israeli war. We are Israel. It's not our war. Stay away and you'll be safe. But like that Israeli king, he decided to be involved. I just don't remember their names and I don't remember where it's written, but you may know. So he decided to be involved in this war. And this is the Christians who decide to be involved, like take your guns, uh, go and they... Um, they go to war, and they're encouraged in churches to go and fight in this war, like tanks, guns, weaponry, or whatever. So, basically, they're encouraged in those uh, apostate, uh, whore churches to do, to do that. But there are a lot of, part of what I saw in the book of Jeremiah, basically, they try, try to escape, try to run away, but no, you're not going to run away. You're going to uh, repent or you're going to die. <laughs> I mean, God will. God is trying to get them. God will get them. So I think at some point you will see a bunch of um, refugee uh, Ukrainians and you have to, how to say it, you have to 
test the soil, test the ground, test like when you go fishing, you know, you have to like tread uh, um, lightly to see who they are, what they think, you know, because uh, many of them just insane. I think uh, many of them are insane and uh, because for years they've been living in sin. For years they've been living in rebellion. For years they didn't repent, and for years, for years they've been uh, abusing church, abusing Christians, abusing uh, the name of Jesus because uh, 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 they use the name of Jesus to reach their goals. Now it's like God gives them to their perversions, and they don't even see that the what's right, what's wrong. At this point, I know it's uh, kings of this world they are fighting between each other. Uh, me as Christian or my brothers and Christians in Russia, we those who are uh, uh, like who are not nationalistic, nationalistic, we see the real state of affairs. But those who are worldly, who served the uh, uh, king of this world, I mean, not Jesus, but who served Satan. Even though they use the name of Jesus, but they, in reality, their master was somebody else. So, so basically, you can use these two examples: the book of Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah. It's around chapters 40 slash 50. I, I don't remember, but it's a story about how they try to avoid. Oh, we're gonna run to Egypt. We're gonna run to the United States and be safe there. But. <laughs> War, uh, war came to Egypt in the Bible. But basically, Babylonian king went up to Egypt. And war will come here at some point, you know. And uh, so the main thing is they don't repent. They try to use their money because many of them have money. So they can uh, ride freely anywhere they go. So it, it's just total mess. And... Uh, I mean, it's like God's judgment, and uh, it brings up uh, what's uh, inside people's hearts. It shows what's inside people's hearts. If, it were, if there was uh, hidden hate, now they're like spitting out hate all over the place. Ah, and I just wanted to write something out this moment. It's like this Nathan Leal, you know, it's like he was, I didn't listen because I cannot listen to that. I listened maybe 10 minutes or so, and it's like, Putin, KGB, and it's like, what? Hello, KGB is here. It it immigrated over here. It's around, around the, the corner. It's in your backyard, KGB. I mean, because he's been spitting out this thing like he was in 80s, 70s, you know? But in terms of like uh, whatever, whatever's happening there, it's something different. It's, it's different. Country changed, you know? There's a... Some, I mean, it's like he doesn't even know what's happening, you know, uh, like war started, Russia invaded, Russian bear invaded. Hey, moron, it started like 30 years ago when Ukraine became supposedly independent, but uh, it was given into this, uh, uh, it started 30 years, this national, nationalistic nationalism, Nazism started. 30 years ago, it, but it was small, and it was just in Western Ukraine. But since churches, uh, like, because if they, have, if they supposedly have spiritual authority, they should have been teaching about it. This is wrong. Even non-Christians understand. This is wrong. It's like 
Ukrainian critical race theory, you know, and they did not teach it. They didn't stop it. And now after 30 years, we have war, but it's, it all started in Western Ukraine. And you said Ukraine is doomed. Yeah, of course, it's, it is doomed. It is doomed as a country. Yeah, of course. It's like, go the hell Western Ukraine to Poland. Poland is, is going to deal with Nazis. <laughs> I mean, because it's their origin. But it spread. The issue is that these ideas, uh, they spread all over the place. And now it's kind of difficult to isolate it, you know? Those people who are good, I mean, adequate, normal, okayish, they keep quiet because they may be, <laughs> no one knows who, what can be done with them for the last, especially eight years, they've been quiet, like people like me, uh, those who are there, they've been quiet or they left, but those who are in, insanely infected with hate, they are in Kiev. Like they're in ruling ruling authorities, and other than uh, hating, they're dumb. They're not the brightest, smartest, and the brightest. They're not the sharpest knife in the drawer. You understand? Basically, those who were educated, even like a president that was uh, eight years ago. I know that they're not totally clean whatsoever. It's like comparing Trump with Hillary. I don't know. Like my my mother was asked. Uh, who would you vote for? She said Trump because Hillary is a witch. <laughs> so basically, it's the same idea. They were at least they were educated. They had a financial, economic education, understanding like uh, economy part uh, very well. But these people who are in power for the last eight years, they are total morons in terms of economy. Thinking straightly, economy, you know. And uh, other than killing economy, and they killing now everything else good culturally good you know it's like and Odessa other than those immigrants from western Ukraine because they moved in they like this nice place you know but other than them it was never Ukrainian city they always speak Russian they are trade city commercial commerce city uh, so there's no point of hating anyone because they don't commerce with everyone and there were a lot of Jews always, not as many now, but still Jewish commercial town, city, you know, Russian culture based. It was founded by Catherine, I think. I don't remember much. Founded by Catherine. There were like mayors from France, different like French uh, connections, you know. So it's uh, it's like wide open, doesn't hate anyone. We are okay with everyone, you know? And they call it Ukrainian city, yeah? Especially after what, what happened in the last years. Sorry, I guess Ukraine's gonna split. I mean, they're gonna split it. Poland will take Western Ukraine and South East will go to Russia. Of course, with a bunch of uh, morons, uh, still uh, they will have to be re-brainwashed <laughs> or de-brainwashed. <laughs> I don't know, but they're like, people are dumb as sheep. Well, rocked. Rocked or mirrored. Um, praise God, but um, I think it was very um, intimate. I think that in the mix of the noise that we hear from the talking heads on CNN and Fox and 
wherever else. I think that that added a and a very intimate emotional kind of a feeling as to what is actually going on right now. The situation is far worse, far darker than most will admit. And the West is spending more time making false flag accusations that are completely untrue. But if you're not monitoring all the different sources, then you won't know. And you're just going to believe whatever you're listening to. So anyway, I, th- I think it was a blessing to be able to hear what Tatiana had to say about the situation. Um, my intelligence, for what it's worth, and it's not much worth, it's not worth a lot. My intel tells me that the maps that indicate that Russia is moving away from um, Kiev and it shows the maps with red over the, um, you know, eastern part of Ukraine. The word I'm getting is that they're moving in to take out the, the Donbass, the Donbass, which has over 150,000 Ukraine troops in it, most Nazis. So... um Is that true? I don't know. Did they make a negotiation or something along the way and say, well, and do this, if you do that, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know. But um, I keep my finger on the pulse of information coming in from, directly from uh, Mariupol, the Nets, you know, the, the different places, whatever. But I try to listen to all of the comments. I know none of them are comprehensive. I get it. But I want to hear as many sides of the story as I can. However, it appears, as best as I can tell, that there is no deviation from the original plan. And the question regarding whether or not Russia will go into the Donbass and try to circle around and encapsulate and eradicate 150K Ukrainian soldiers, mostly, you know, Azov, you know, Nazis, really, the vast majority, Um, I don't know. We don't know. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. We're going to have to wait and see what happens with the negotiations or whatever the case is. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And on that note, we're nine minutes away from uh, Sister Elena joining us. And on that note, let's go ahead and move into the headlines, which are, well, not so surprising. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen.
Washington Post admits NATO wants to prolong the war in Ukraine. And it goes on to explain, you know, this position statement that we're whereby, um, uh, you know, the, the West wants to increase the likelihood that things will get worse. And you know what? <laughs> Again, all I can say is you're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. All right, next up. Greece, Norway, order expulsion of Russian envoys amidst a Ukraine war. Oh, by the way, just so you know, take your pick. Just about any country out there right now pretty much has, um, for what it's worth, um, uh, revolts, revolutions, uh, you know, um, whatever you want to call them. People are getting together in large groups, marching with Ukraine flags, marching with Russian flags, whatever the case is. And uh, they even had a group of people um, standing on the um, on the uh, uh, train tracks of a NATO train bringing, you know, war accoutrements to the Ukraine. And people were like, you know, okay, forget this, standing on the tracks, putting up flags and saying, no, forget it, NATO, you killers. They actually had that on, on the, um, on the uh, uh, signs and flags that were being displayed on the tracks, on the train tracks. You NATO, you killers. Which, by the way, is surprisingly accurate, really, when you think about it. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. The Bankers Central Bank warn of inflation era ahead. And as if we have not known or heard about the inflation or even more so experienced it in our, you know, daily grocery shopping, you know, extravaganzas. Situation is noteworthy. The situation is very indicative that we are heading into to the um, third seal of revelation, and we need to buckle up, and we'll have to see how it goes. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. All right. Hallelujah. Oklahoma legislature passes near total ban on, on abortion. Now, I'm just going to tell you. The reason why I had uh, this particular, you know, headline first is because it's good news. And we need some good news because we're not getting a lot of it from, you know, wherever. Now, Keep this in mind, Oklahoma legislature passes near total ban on abortion, and it's pretty strict. And it is what it says it is. It's strict. Now, brace yourself. The next headline is LifeNews.com. California bill will allow... Killing babies in infanticide up to 28 days after birth. Mm, 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 
one up. Counties with highest vaccination rates see more COVID-19 than the least uh, vaccinated. You're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. That is a um, Hannibal Lecter, please saw off the top of my skull and eat as much of my brain as possible. At least then... You know, ignorance is bliss, and anyway, oh boy. Next one up. All right, praise God. Al Jazeera News reports U.S., U.K., Australia adds hypersonic uh, weapons or, you know, missiles to the security pact. No surprise there. Seems like the United States is the only country that is not really... um, making it evident that we have hypersonic missile technologies that are on par with our enemies. wonder why that is. Next one up. Ex-Trump administration spokeswoman believes Kamala Harris staffers are fleeing the Titanic. Anyway... No surprise here. This is Kaylee McEnany or whatever. Um, Just stating the obvious. I mean, you know, situation is weird, creepy. Anybody who is working on the Biden staff staff knows things are weird, creepy. So we have to expect weirdness, creepiness, departures, people quitting, all that kind of stuff. Up until the midterms. Now, what we don't know is what's going to happen at the midterms. And what we don't know is, is they, I mean, are they going to do a Klaus Schwab, you know, kind of like global reset, false flag event between now and the midterms? Which, by the way, if I was seeing, that's what I'd do. But... God is in control. God is in control. Next one up. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up says, California snowpack critically low. Another year of mega drought ahead. And this is talking about, you know, how much snow landed in key areas of, you know, uh, uh, California. And what the prediction is on the... um, produce i mean really in the in the end of the day most people don't realize that california produces most the vast majority of the produce the tomatoes and the celery and all that kind of stuff that we eat in the united states united states wide Now, it comes in from China, it comes in from Mexico, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. But when California is dorked up, that's a bad thing. That's a real, real bad thing. Praise God. Next one up. Giant landslide in Iran. A large landslide has hit Haraz, Iran on the 3rd of April. 2022. The cause of the landslide is unknown. However, it is believed it may have been caused by an earthquake in the region. 
And of course, it shows lots of pictures and everything of, you know, what looks very apocalyptic in nature. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. All right. Slow slip event on the Cascadia subduction zone. Vancouver Island hit by more than 4,200 quakes since March 20th uh, uh, at the Cascadia. um, uh, Or no, it asks, is the Cascadia about to blow? Is that true? I don't know. Has it been predicted? Yes, it has. So maybe we are on call for that event. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Rare outburst of large hail pummel South Florida. Now, I just got off the phone, um, I don't know, hour and a half ago or whatever, with um, some family who were visiting down in Sebring, Florida, and were telling me about this apocalyptic, you know, kind of hail thing that was happening. And they were like, all of our roofs are have been destroyed. All of our cars have been destroyed, you know. And I was like, well, you know, that's bad and everything, but I've been reporting on this for 11 years. So I I, I kind of told them, you know, I said, praise God that you're actually experiencing what I've been warning people about for over a decade. And they were like, yeah, 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 you know. But they knew. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. North Korea says it will strike with nuclear weapons if South Korea attacks them. You're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. All right, praise God. Next report says how a false flag attack was conducted in the city of Buka after Russian troop withdrawal. Now, this is huge. So in order to get your arms around it, you actually have to dig in to Russian intel, Russian photographs, Russian video. You have to look at Ukrainian Ukrainian uh, uh, videos, etc. And you got to start looking at all the data. And you got to understand what do the white um, bandana things wrapped around their arms? What do they What do they mean? When you understand what those white bandana things around their arms mean, what they mean is, I, you know, essentially, I'm just, you know, kind of giving the short version. It means that I surrender. I'm wearing a white flag. I admit I'm, you know, I speak Russian. Um, uh, you know, uh, you know, have mercy upon me kind of thing. That's what the white bandana over the arm means. It means I'm just looking to get a little bit of food for my kids. 
all it means. And the Ukrainian Nazis killed them, slaughtered them, shot them dead in their tracks. Why? Because they were Russian simplified, or you know, what is the term? Uh, sympathizers or whatever. You know, you know what I mean. They didn't care. Hungry? Too bad. Dead. Boom. But they blame it on Russia to foment their goal, which is the global reset. The stress associated with knowing all these things on top of my job is more than a human can deal with. It is horrible. I cry continuously. I have seen the dead people up close. I have seen the white scarves around their arms. I have seen the lies that Biden, Obama, and the Antichrist, and the rest of these filthy freaks are perpetrating across mankind. And I am so sick of it. But what are you going to do? It is what it is. So our Father expects us to, you know, deal with it. Now that we're saved and I don't know. Keep on going. Keep on going. And on that note, let's bring on Sister Elena. Praise God. Here we go. Praise God. Let me go ahead and see if I can get the right number here. Hold on. Oh, there it is. Hold on. Elena, are you there? I am here. How are you? Uh, I had like a world record crummy, crummy day. But anyway, praise God. Thank you so Aww. much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So, Johnny, um, there's so much going on in the world. You don't know where to look. And if you do look, you're probably going to get a lie. I mean, everywhere you look, there's more lies being lobbed at you. It's hard to know what's real and what's not. However, in the middle of all this, the Lord gave me a download of truth that I needed to have quite some time ago. And tonight I'm going to be talking about witchcraft. Because apparently there's no expiration date on it when somebody's done it to you. It can be on you for a very long time. And it grows like a snowball going downhill. So 
this month, and this has been going on for well over, almost 23 years now, I found it. I found a massive layer of sorcery, witchcraft, black magic, you name, I don't know. I find it all to be the same abomination before God, but apparently there is Bressler's 33 flavors of this. Apparently you have all different names and stuff. So for the, for just to keep it simple, I'm going to be calling it witchcraft. Um, now, witchcraft and being cursed, I'm not new to that. This goes all the way back into my childhood. Um, I had the audacity to be firstborn and to be female. Oh, and to be human. All right. So that caused me to be rejected by the hierarchy, which my father was a part of. He absolutely despised me. And when your father curses you, that's pretty bad. Um, when your mother curses, joins in, that's even worse. But anyway, um, and then even worse, I gave my heart to the Lord in 1984 at which point I was labeled as a defector, an idiot, um, a liar, a betrayer. Oh, the, the names just kept coming, and I could never understand why they thought that about me. Well, I know now. I spent most of my life under bondage and curses that I was totally unaware of. And I'm going to get to that in a minute because I should have been aware of it. When the Lord got a hold of me, I was 25, thereabouts. And when you hit 30, they want you dead. And their assassins are typically do it in such a way that there is plausible deniability. Nobody knows, you know, what has happened to you. You go missing and your handlers know you're buried somewhere in the Nevada desert or pick a desert, you know, just so nobody can find you. All right. So that's what they wanted for me. But the Lord, in his great love and compassion, reached down and he got a hold of me at the end of 1984. So, and I have testified that was completely a work of the Holy Spirit. I had nothing to do with it. Um, the Lord reached into my heart. And he changed me in, in, in just a few seconds. Anyway, so um, this uh, black magic, witchcraft, sorcery, uh, whatever, has been on me since I was young. However, (laughs) when you are born to a warlock who wants you dead but was not allowed to kill me, so he sold me into the black ops and called it good. I would be used in brutal experiments. My father would be fast-tracked into powerful positions with a lot of money in the defense industry. So it worked out in the long run for him. At this point, most of the firstborn, as a matter of fact, I can't think of any firstborn males that are even living in my family right now. So what I'm getting at is these people that function in this capacity are criminals. They are murderers. Their crimes are undetectable, but they are just as guilty as if they pulled the trigger. The Lord calls it an abomination for a reason, because you, you, how do you, how do you, how do you hang it on somebody that didn't pull the trigger, right? 
so anyway, um, what was rolled out on me was far deeper than a deck of cards or somebody staring into a candle and, you know, hating on you. But that's, that's pretty bad. But this was far deeper than that. And by the way, I'm not taking it personally, even though it has been personal. I believe that if you're a child of God and you are making a difference in the world, you will be attacked. You might know the attacker or you might not. I mean, when we come out here on your podcast, Johnny, and start exposing these freaks, trust me, they go back and start conjuring against people that are speaking the truth. So there's that. Um, In spite of all that, our God does see our struggles and he cares. He... um, He is still answering prayers, although it's more difficult to see today than it was even a few years ago. But this is clearly due to the unprecedented amount of demonic activity that is being summoned by the fastest growing religion on the planet. It's not just America. It's been in Europe and places like that forever. Um, Although in some of your other cultures, they'll put them right to death if they find out. Like some of your Muslim cultures, they don't fool around with this. They put witches down. So, but in our permissive, progressive, liberal society that entertains as much perversion and sin that it can get its hands on, it's completely legal here. As a matter of fact, it's even more legal than going into a school and putting on a Christian assembly over Easter. (laughs) Even though Easter, I I know, I know, I know. Okay, I understand. It's an occultic whatever. But most of the world understands it to be a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus. And you can't get into a school assembly and hold assembly without, you know, parents losing their mind. However, you can have a transsexual or a Satanist and hold their after-school Satan parties. That's fine. So this whole separation of church and state basically means the separation of your occultic government, because that's what we have. The government is the occult at this point, and Christianity. So that divide is already there. Anyway, so if you are a child of God, um, you you are going to be attacked in these days. And I'm going to tell you right now, shields up, guys. Shields up, because it's going to get worse. Um, I think about over these last heartbreaking, horrible decades, how many times I went to pastors and ministries, up to altar calls, counselors, godly counselors, counselors, and never did any of them recognize the clear signs of witchcraft over my life. Not one time did anybody suggest to me that might be happening with me. I guess the common thinking in the church, which I hope people are now waking up, is that the crimes of the supernatural are automatically deactivated over our lives, if you're a Christian. I'm going to redefine witchcraft right now, because it comes in many, many flavors. Like I said, we've got black magic, sorcery. Um, Sorcery typically involves drugs. Um, We've got, um, you know, black magic, different levels of Luciferianism, you know, all this stuff. But I'm going to give you a very clear definition 
of witchcraft. Witchcraft is when another person or (laughs) combination person like a hybrid tries to control another one. Any device, event, no matter what it is, you are being controlled by another human being, you are under witchcraft. They are exerting their spirit their flesh over your God-given organic free will. You cannot possibly make a good decision when you are being targeted with witchcraft because one of the first place it goes to work on is your mind. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. How come I didn't figure this out? I don't know. But anyway, it, it targets your mind. So whenever there is another individual or being, exerting their will over yours, you have come under witchcraft. Now, this can be done from everything from, you know, typical narcissistic manipulation, which I'm going to go out on a limb here and suggest that narcissists are basically a Jezebel spirit on steroids. I've often said that narcissism is the personality type of the devil, and of demons. So if you're dealing with a narcissist, they've got demons and they need deliverance. But what happens with a narcissist is they, they just, they're too prideful. But anyway, I don't want to go. So it can go anywhere from that where, you know, one lady will tell another lady how they're going to get the pastor to do something they want done. And then they start manipulating them. They start tag teaming them. Those women are performing as witches. And the one that can give you a really good breakdown on that is a guy by the name of Derek Prince. He's, he does a wonderful job of explaining something he calls witchcraft of the flesh. I'm not going to even make that designation anymore. To me, it's witchcraft. Whether it comes from the flesh or it comes from the supernatural, the spiritual, it's still going to have the same consequences. And believers, we are not exempt. We are a target. And anybody who has come up out of a bloodline background and you have not participated in their demonic networks, count on it. You will be targeted with witchcraft. At the very least, they will consider you a test dummy for their experiments. All right, so how does this witchcraft, black magic, sorcery, ritual, whatever you want to call it, begin to play out in somebody's life. And I'm going to get to that. For years, I couldn't figure it out. And I should have. I'm really mad at myself. I should have known. But unless the Lord reveals it, you can't know because it's spiritual and they have got deception on you. Big time. And they are projecting their will into you. Even though my faith in Jesus Christ told me I had authority. Yet the severity of the ongoing and prolonged attacks had me wondering if I was losing my mind. I mean, it was serious. Um, Anyway, when your life goes from failure to failure and you're giving good and get nothing back but evil, when you try to navigate your career, a job, doctor, school, children, and your banks, whatever it is, and life 
is consistently finding you misunderstood and accused of things you did not do, instead of being rewarded for your hard work, do you find your reward being handed to others? This kind of thing can be traced right back to witchcraft. That's a spell. This is the enemy who is exchanging his curses for your blessings. And yes, the enemy can and does do that, particularly if you are unaware particularly if you are unaware that this is going on in your life. You see, the enemy is quite aware of how things work, the mechanics of the supernatural. And he's quite aware when God speaks, that's the way it is. And all you got to do is pick up Deuteronomy 28, and you will see the blessings and curses that's being spoken over Israel. They had to speak it over themselves. If you do these things, this is the curse you're going to. And I've often wondered that. How are these so wealthy and walking away from, you know, getting busted for anything? They, they, they just seem to be have no problem whatsoever. And it's because what they've done is they have found some dupe like me to exchange their, their curses for my blessings. And they've done this to a lot of us. I know that doesn't sound fair at all, but who said the enemy plays fair? There is no such thing as fair. There are the rules and then Satan's workarounds. And he does have quite a few of those. So when you have this level, and in my case it was layered, and and I'm going to talk to you about this big chunk now that took up the last 20 years of my life because it did come prior to that. I mean, like I told you, my father pronounced curses on me. You know, I've had other people do this. I've had jealous women do this to me. So when you have this level of occult warfare on your life, it does get weird. And on my blog, if you want to, you know, go through it, it's um, realmsofhope.wordpress.com. Um, you can go through my blog and you will see plenty of high strangeness. It's, it's been going on in my life for um, at least forever. I mean, no, the least last 25 years have been really bad. So in those early days, I didn't know what to do, you know, and it's really despicable that there isn't better books on this stuff. I mean, I picked up all the the stuff I could find. I, I picked up, um, Pigs in the Parlor, um, another, another guy by the name of Jonas Clark. You know, I listened to um, a guy by the name of Wynn Worley. He's pretty good. And then Derek Prince, he really helped. Um, there's another fella that I, I listened to some of his stuff. I can't even hardly say his name. It's Bill Schoenbellen, and don't ask me to spell it. But he he's put some good stuff on there. And eventually I found Daniel Duvall, and I'll get to that in a minute. So when you have all that, and you're, you're searching the Internet, like what is happening in my life? Why, am, why are these things happening? You know, the insects, the UFOs, the creatures in my backyard, the footprints, the nephilim footprints, the broken glass, all the artifacts, the implants coming out of my body. What is this? So <laughs> with your alien disclosure sites, they are pitiful. You know, I even had people on there telling me that I was in the flow. <laughs> it's just total nonsense. That's what happens when the blind leave the blind. And just so you know, UFOs 
and witchcraft are partners in slime. They work together. So if, you, if somebody's cursing you and pelting you with black magic and stuff, you can pretty much count on the supernatural showing up at your door. Witchcraft gets away with murder in the church. And I'm going to go ahead and say it and go ahead and be mad at me. I don't care. It's due to Christian arrogance and our pride. If somebody had approached me and told me, well, hey, you got demons, I probably would have been really upset at that because I'd worked real hard at getting rid of them. Then you have ignorance. And ignorance was, is, I'm definitely guilty. My ignorance is partially responsible for this. And I've already repented of it. If you have this kind of thing going on in your life, if you're being targeted in any way, shape, or form, leave no stone unturned until you get your Abba Father to answer you, because he will. Sometimes it takes a long time. Like in my case, it took 23 years. I can't believe that this witchcraft had been on me for 23 years. I mean, wow. I, I didn't know that, you know, apparently, like I said, there's not an expiration date when people are cursing you and pelting you with this stuff. There's no expiration date. Makes sense. The supernatural deals in the eternal. So anyway, what makes it worse is I, I can't even begin to tell you the pain that I received from the churches, from the pastors when I went for help. And some of you guys can relate to this. And we need to forgive them. They didn't know what they were doing. And we do pray that they do better by their congregations. I don't have anger. I just have frustration that this is not being taught in every Sunday school class across this nation. It should be in every Sunday school class, spiritual warfare. And, yes, I have been to their spiritual warfare, but it never talked about this stuff. I've been to several spiritual warfare Bible studies. It never talked about this stuff. It says in Hosea 4 and 6, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing as thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. That's Hosea 4 and 6. Now, obviously, misunderstanding the tactics of the enemy is very serious in the eyes of the Lord. Now, what I want to do is a deep dive into this um, this first to see exactly what he means by knowledge. I thought the word was wisdom and it came back knowledge, but you have to know. We can see through the mirror blindly or darkly, Paul said. So if you can see through it a little bit, you should be being a watchman. You should be looking out for, and I'm not saying be paranoid. I'm certainly not saying that, but be sensitive to the supernatural what's around you are you finding yourself depressed for no reason whatsoever I mean that could be witchcraft coming against you can you find yourself flying into rages and causing more trouble for yourself than you really need that's a destruction of your peace that's definitely the devil I mean so brothers and sisters and that's who I'm talking to right now are those that are walking passionately with God we have not begun yet to fight. This is just a little brief sneak preview. It's going to get worse. And right now, I am very grateful to God. I am grateful that he has allowed this in my life. So not only can I be sensitive to it 
and I know what's going on. I can teach others, which <laughs> if they listen. I mean, a lot of them don't. I mean, they. You know, I love this one. You shouldn't focus on the devil. No, I'm not focusing on the devil. I'm focusing on this garbage coming out of my skin that was put there by the devil. Do you got any answers for me? Oh, you don't. Okay, so stop calling me names. Like, were you there when this stuff was injected into my body? Oh, you weren't. So why don't you just shut it until you've got some more facts? And I know that's a little harsh, but when you have heard this over and over and over and over and over again for decades, it gets old. And I'm pretty sure some of you guys listening in feel exactly the same way. You've been to the people that should have known something, should have helped you, and they didn't. All right. So typically when I'm engaging with the enemy, I do not want to know who's sending it because I don't want to hate them. And I really mean that. I want to hate people that are sending demons to steal, destroy, and even murder with no recourse. Okay, Bible says that we're to hate the sin and love the sinner. Okay, fine. So, therefore, I can hate the sin without knowing who the sender is. That was my thinking. It makes me very angry when I consider how much destruction the enemy is getting away with. You know, Johnny spoke at the beginning of what's going on in the Ukraine, and I have done a lot of thinking and a lot of praying. These people, I mean, I can't even imagine what it would be like. You know, last month you sent your children to school. This month you've got crazy people in tanks rolling down your your street, shooting up your house and burning your stuff up, just helping themselves to anything that you couldn't take with you when you were evacuated to places you might never come back. Can you imagine this? The amount of demonic um, activity over and under the Ukraine at the moment is off the charts because with every human life whose blood is spilled, it empowers them a little more. Okay. It just makes me really angry when I think about how much destruction the enemy is getting away with. And again, I know we're supposed to love the sinner and hate the sin, but this time I didn't have the luxury to do that. I asked. I wanted to know who was doing it. I wanted name, rank, and serial number, and I got it. It took two weeks of wrestling, but I finally got it. It's a good thing, too, because the next stop on the curse continuum was death. My entire abdomen was screaming. My legs were throbbing. My body was being riddled like I had an air hammer on it every single night. I had blinding headaches. My body would burn with a 10-minute fever, that I, I, it, and then it would stop. I would be fine. Something was wrapped around my rib cage so I couldn't breathe. I mean, I could breathe, but I felt like I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't expand my rib cage. This went on for three days, and of course... The programming shows up and it says it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. Oh, I know, it's long COVID. (laughs) No. After three days of this kind of agony, I was taking a hot shower. Um, I was trying to ease the throbbing. 
as the water, I, I don't know, God speaks to me a lot in the shower. It's that warm water. It just blocks everything out. And it was coming down my, my poor aching head. I heard in my spirit with a quiet authority that is unmistakable. I know that voice. Everybody knows that voice when it shows up. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. And I knew that was the voice of the Lord. At that point, I knew I had work to do. I dried off, got dressed, and I went into warfare that morning for two hours. A few minutes into the prayer, the pain stopped. I could breathe. And I felt something come off at me like a sheet. And I immediately knew that I was under a death curse. And they were sending a cancer. They were sending cancer to my abdomen. By the way, I really believe that cancer can be demonically um, inspired. I don't have particulars, but I do know that I have seen people under witchcraft die of cancer. So they were sending cancer, and the way I discerned this was in my own thoughts. I kept thinking about cancer. There's none in my family. I'm a health nut, and I kept thinking I was dying. And when these kinds of thoughts happen, particularly in a loop, we're picking up spoken against you in the spirit, and we do not get an agreement with illness or death ever. We do not. Okay, so I had no clue who would send this. Now, I didn't know right away. I mean, I do have a short list of the usual suspects. However, this time when I asked, it took weeks before I got to the bottom of it. And I know that when you ask God for an answer, it doesn't always come right away. It's nothing you have done. It's nothing that... You know, God is just stalling to see if your faith is big enough. I I don't know. I've heard so many. It's because there's warfare over your life, and the answer is being held up. And you can clearly see this in the book of Daniel. That is such a fine example. When you ask, it'll come, but you have to wait. Not all the time, but sometimes. So when the revelation finally came who was doing this to me, I had forgotten all of I mean, I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. It had been over 20 years. Are you kidding me? And right now I'd like to shout out to people that are praying for me. If you hadn't have prayed for me right now, you might not even be hearing me. I would have been in a hospital with a quickly approaching agonizing death. And I'm not kidding you. That was that bad. So when this name finally came to me, I I mean, just blew my doors off. It was three individuals from over 20 years ago. And suddenly, like dominoes, I began to understand how these want to be people. I understood. Oh, I'm going to put a little side here. I don't believe they were human. At least two of them were clones. With only God knows what. Surprise. Dick Cheney inside. (laughs) Surprise. Satan inside. I mean, yeah, that's who these people were. There was some, and I'll get to that in a minute. Thank you for your prayers. I really appreciate it. All that are praying for me. It means so much. 
Um, so uh, let's just start with what happened. Here's the story. I, it was 1998, and I had just finished a BS in communications at Oral Roberts and moved across the country to finish a grad de- degree. Um, I moved into an apartment. It was close to the school. I found a good job as a loan officer. Um, things were good for a while, and then I met one of my neighbors. I met him through the children. He was a senior chief in the Navy. He was clean-cut, soft-spoken, level-headed. He was a single dad of two kids, and he's about the same age as mine. He was trying to purchase a new house, and his mortgage broker wasn't getting his paperwork done, and he was about to lose the entire deal, and that meant the house he was selling to the house he was moving into. He came to me for advice. Long story short, I saved his loan. I saved his deals, and I even got him a better rate. From this point on, he began to call me. He'd chit-chat, you know, clearly building trust with me. And then when I had to work late, because being a loan officer is a very stressful, long job, and this is before at home, right? This is, you know, 1999, prior to 2000, he offered to help. I was exhausted. I was the only person in my um, mortgage company that had children, so that backed me into the corner. So I took him up on it. And when I came home from work, my children had their dinner, their homework was done, they had their baths, their backpacks for the next day were ready, and my laundry was folded. Wow, I was seriously impressed. I mean, I don't want roses. Fold my laundry, that's great. I mean, what overworked, exhausted single mother of twins would not be impressed by this? He kept at this for almost a year. He made himself indispensable. So I could put in the 60-hour-a-week my job demanded, and I was grateful for the help. Yet, that still was not enough for him. I had no further interest in him, any further relationship. I just wanted to be a friend. We helped each other out, and I took care of him and his problems with his kids as well. I tutored them. I mean, yeah. So it was, um, what do they call it? Reciprocal. What should have gotten my attention but did not after those first few months of his fake, quote-unquote, neighborly behavior, I found myself obsessing on him. And I had zero physical attraction for him. And all of a sudden, I found myself almost craving intimacy with a man that held no physical attraction for me whatsoever. And I couldn't understand it, and I'm fighting it. You know, I'm a, I'm a Christian. What I did not realize at the time is that he was a powerful warlock. Again, he was a clone. He looks just like, I mean, just like Himmler. As a matter of fact, I saw several of them running around (laughs) after he supposedly moved. He looked just like him, looked just like Himmler. Like I said, inhabited by only God knows what. Could have been anything. Um, our children one night were fooling around on a dictaphone, and I still have this, by the way. And they were fooling around. They were saying stuff from Star Wars, like, Luke, I am your father, and that kind of stuff. All of a sudden, you could hear him in the background saying he was Satan. And they thought it was hilarious. The girls didn't, but the boys did. And, I mean, yeah, it sounded like, yeah, it was just a glitch in the tape, but I think the Lord was trying to talk to me. All right. The other thing that I didn't realize is that my father had hired him. 
he, why he was in and out of my house, was actively taking materials out of my home to put a love spell on me. And by the way, I caught my father and him conspiring. So, yeah, my father hired him. Um, at the time when I caught him, I shrugged it off. But right now, I am absolutely committed to being observant of everything. Pay attention to your life. Even the little things can be huge. Over the course of that year, I found myself becoming obsessed more and more and more. And then if by magic he went from zero to hero, and I began to do things at this time that were entirely out of character, and this was the love spell at work. Love spell sounds innocuous, but it's anything but. Eventually, after a full year, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you what happened, I fell into the temptation. I ended up sleeping with him. The first night after this happened, I cried for two days straight. I hated myself. I was sick at heart. I have never been so disgusted with myself as I was. And I told him to leave. And when I told him to leave, this is when things got bad. When somebody puts a love spell on another person and they are rejected by the recipient of this criminal form of mind control, that's what I'm going to call it, the person will get sick and the backlash can even kill them. And I did. I got sick. I got very sick. And then he took off for a recruitment tour, which is a party bus. I figured, okay, I was back and forth to doctors now, you know, having um, nurses come in with IV antibiotics. It was terrible. While he was gone, I watched his children, his pets, paid his bills. And when he got back, I was a basket case. Witchcraft works on the mind. And now I was seriously losing mine. I would wake up at 4 a.m. burning with fevers. I was so nauseated. I could not think my way out of a paper bag. And I was heartbroken, not by him, but by the realization of what I had fallen into. And I hated myself for it. I started losing weight, 30 pounds in one month. My lymph nodes grew up to the size of golf balls. I was struggling. Doc said it was chronic fatigue. It wasn't. It was the love spell and the fact that I rejected him. Docs put me on mind meds. This only made it worse. I moved and he found me. He stood at my front door and he promised me that he would take everything from me. I didn't believe him, but sure enough, he did. He burned my house down to the ground. He stole my car, killed my pets, left myself and my children homeless. He traumatized them no end, destroyed my career, and even that was not enough. He stalked me for years. He called me nonstop. He stalked me at work. He parked outside my house. He stole my car. He got a, a friend of his to call my work and lie to them that I wanted to trade sex for a loan, and I did no such thing, but I ended up almost losing my job. And the narcissistic smear campaign was on. Now, listen, we are seeing this on a macro level right now. Um, I could get no help from the police, the fire department, or the courts. Nope. Witchcraft was on all my relationships, my finances, health, career, et cetera. He wanted me dead. But, again, this was obviously not allowed. 
They did, however, attack and destroy everything else. And today you are witnessing this exact same thing on a macro level. Anyone who stands up to the devil, his minions, or takes a stand for truth against the occult narrative lies, you will have your reputation smeared and your life ransacked. And to this day, I still have not recovered from this. Every day, I still wonder if somebody that I love will suddenly start hating me for absolutely no reason. Or the bottom's going to drop out here or there or the other place. When you pour everything about yourself into a project or a person or an event, and what you get back from that is evil, you can count on it. Somebody's cursing you somewhere. You can count on it. The devil returns evil for good, and boy, does it get old. And then some people might say, well, come on, you know, 23 years, why would they not move along? That's fair enough. There is no time limit for the prosecution of arson. Arson is tough to prosecute anyway. But in this case, there was enough evidence at the time to get a conviction. Evident eyewitnesses saw him on the scene. They caught him, him and his kids. He brought his kids to burn my house down. These are children that played with my kids and that I babysat. Even though there was eyewitnesses, the fire marshal refused to prosecute. Uh-huh. More witchcraft. However, the fire marshal did advise us that the case could be reopened at any time. The witchcraft at the time kept the criminals out of jail, but it's been monitoring, cursing, jinxing, hexing me ever since in order to hide out. must be tough to live looking over your shoulder. But this kind never blames themselves, but rather blames their anxiety on their victims. For this, because they feel like you made them live this way. They want revenge. And you've got to understand who these people are. They do not, do not follow the same worldview, set of precepts, division of right and wrong, as the rest of us do. They care about one thing only, that's themselves. They are their own God. And it works like this. Anything they want is good. Anything that stands in the way of what they want is bad and needs to die. They do not care about anything except what they want. So when you're dealing with somebody that has absolutely no morals at all, I mean, I've even met people that are atheists that have morals. These people do not. And your death, if you're standing in the way of something, is a victory for them. At this point, I know of at least three people that their witchcraft or black magic, whatever, has, have murdered in the most bizarre, freakish death ever, including one who died of a freak lightning strike on a perfectly sunny day. Um, this individual was on the volunteer sheriff's department, and this was um, the head the captain. He worked in the same office that I serviced as a, as a loan officer. Um, in this particular setup, the realtors 
I was an in-house loan officer, and they would come to me to, um, you know, qualify, pre-qualify, you know, their buyers and, you know, that kind of thing. So he worked in that office, and I knew him. And I quite frankly admired him as a realtor. I thought he was an amazing realtor because he was, and he was a great guy. And he had a beautiful fiance. There were, and one day I made the mistake of mentioning that around him. Well, it was more than that. After he burned my house down, I called him and I said, look, his name was Brian. Brian, you need to get him off the force. He burnt my house down. When this guy found out he was taken off the volunteer sheriff's department, he went ballistic. And that's why this guy got hit. And this is so sad. He got hit with a lightning strike a week before his honeymoon. They put a wasting disease on the mother of his children. She was a nice lady. She's dead now. Died of cancer, but she wasted away before the cancer hit. And I know this because I I did the Facebook research, you know. I hadn't even thought about any of these people. It's like, wow. These people are criminals. And witchcraft is basically a perfect crime. There's no evidence and no way they can be prosecuted. Therefore, the Lord says, suffer not a witch to live. Their, quote, unquote, craft is an abomination before him. And witchcraft is also another form of mind control. So there's that too. When I realized that this is the person that was cursing my life for years, and then the Lord exposed to me the other ones, I went to the courts and I put a petition down. That night I had a dream and I saw myself, this is amazing, I saw myself on a platform that was big enough for just my feet. It was like there was something hard underneath my feet, but I couldn't see it. I had like these robes on and they were covering it. And I kept trying to look to see what it was. But then I look up and I see like multitudes of people on these same floating, I'm going to call them personal platforms. They were all standing, you know, on nothing in front of this ginormous, amazing light and then I found myself in front of it and then I realized that all of the petitions could be heard at the same time it was like I was the only one there but so were they (laughs) go figure I couldn't I heard someone say as I'm busy fooling around with my feet I heard someone say state your case and in the dream I was afraid I wouldn't remember it but oddly enough it was all there it was like I was reliving it from the burned down house to the look on my children's faces when they saw their pets had been murdered, to all the hard work I put into projects that failed for like no reason at all. It just, it was nonstop. I even remembered a dream that threatened the death of my son the year he died. But this, person was in that dream and he 
so full of hatred, even one that David buried in a pauper's grave so I could never find him again. And that almost happened. But God is good. I got him right in the last few days before they were going to do that. Since the courts and since the wrestling for those weeks, I have been, for the most part, pain-free. And the victory has been so sweet. I have one amazing day after another one. I have been so free. And each day that goes by, it gets a little better. The Lord is faithful. He has seen me through it all. And he obviously allowed it. So I'm not sure why. That's another reason I want to go back to the courts. I want to know why he allowed it, except maybe for such a time as this. I don't know. I do know this. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords fights for me. I am his beloved. So are you. He is the King of Kings. He shed his blood to set us free. These are wicked days. But we are his people. And we never back down from a fight we have already won. And we won it because he won it for us. So I saw what I would do. One of my favorite psalms is Psalm 18. And I'll just read you a couple verses. On my blog, I put the whole psalm. Psalm 16 through 18, 16 through 18. He reached down from on high and he took a hold of me. He drew me out of the deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. And so on my blog, I have put, um, there's some PDF files to help you. Um, They're deliverance prayers that are very, very powerful. They've been on the Internet for a long time. I would highly recommend you download it and save it. Because when the lights go out, the devils are going to be around, and you should have this in your hands. The um, Lord is no respecter of persons. If he delivered me, he'll do it for you too. Um, Many are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. So I'm going to give you some of the symptoms right now of witchcraft. And I've done this before, but it's good to go over it. Fear. Okay, fear is what they're, actually fear is how the entire cult operates. That is their guess. They're all afraid of something. Right now, you know, and, and since they've all been, you know, blackmailed about, you know, pedophilia and the things they do, now they're trying to legalize it and they're not going to get away with it. But anyway, they're always afraid. People in the cult are always scared. That's why they want money. That's why they want power, because they're always afraid that something's going to take it from them. Because they're thieves as well. So, but the fear that I'm talking about here is when you've got witchcraft on you, they're obsessive, illogical thoughts that loop around your, your brain. Sometimes they go straight to your stomach. With the love spell, it was in my brain. And it was kind of in my stomach too. But it was mostly in my brain. I couldn't stop thinking about him. And, and I didn't even like him that much. I mean, this doesn't make, okay. So when I was under heavy witchcraft and voodoo attacks, and this is when I was in Arkansas, I couldn't leave the house without a departure ritual. This would take me a better part of an hour. That meant OCD checking and rechecking locks, coffee pot over and over and over again to make sure everything was off. And this is because my house had been burned down. Yes, some of it was psychological, but I never did that before. 
But now I was <laughs> being targeted with a whole new layer of witchcraft, okay? So anyway, I was being warned inside that evil was targeting me in my household, all right? And I think that's, I think the thoughts you have and the feelings you feel in your gut, I think those are early crap detection systems and we need to be paying better attention to it. Um at this time, uh, I was being attacked by voodoo. So, um, so you start off with, you know, just the blood of Jesus is against you, demons, leave my house. Um, fatigue and lack of energy to live day-to-day life. Now, that's kind of happening to everybody right now and some of that's trauma. But this overwhelming fatigue where you just cannot pull yourself out of bed is most likely from an energy hook or drain. And this will also include a disinterest in life, hopelessness, random irritation, exhaustion, and rage. Yes, these are all normal emotions, but these are amped. I would suggest to call these issues out by name because many times demons go by the name of their assignment. Okay, hopelessness, leave now in the name of Jesus. The joy of the Lord is my strength. He is my hope and glory. You pull out your sword, the scriptures you have memorized. Um, exhaustion. You know, that's exhaustion you need to leave now. And if you've got to lay down and pray against it, fall asleep for 10 minutes, it'll be gone when you wake up. Rage is another one. Rage is definitely a demon. Um, rage, I command you by the blood of Jesus, leave me now. Um, and that's the truth, whether it's your rage or somebody else's coming at you. You can command rage to leave. Physical, you um, have increased thirst and nighttime dryness of mouth. Yes, this can also be attached to physical things. I get it. But this is kind of random. Out of the clear blue sky, you wake up and, and you're, everything's dry. Your eyes are dry. Your mouth is dry. And, and you're waking up between 2 and 4 a.m., Every single night, seeing stuff in your bedroom. Oh, I saw apparitions all the time. Get out of here in Jesus' name. Roll over and go back to sleep. Um, this, is, this is another one. Obesity or weight loss. One month, I lose 30 pounds. A couple months later, I gain 60. This is not normal. This doesn't follow any of the rules of dieting at all. And by the way, there had been no change in my diet. No, I'm not. I don't have blood sugar. I don't have any of that. Sudden chills and goosebumps. This is typically related to spirit activity around you. Hair standing up on the back of your neck is another way the Lord has given you to detect the crap. Sudden tightness around body parts. Like I said, I felt something constricting around my rib cage. Now, this has happened to me before. I went right to the doctor. They found nothing. Um, And at which time, along with this, are thoughts of death. You can feel something moving. I can't, this first time I felt something moving in my stomach. And this is typically a Python spirit being sent by a voodoo practitioner. And guess what? I am still here. (laughs) They have tried to kill me so many times. They have lost every single time. Thank you, Jesus. I don't mind crossing over. But I have work here to do, and it needs to be done before I leave. Okay. You start forgetting things in the spur of the moment and it's memory loss. 
This goes beyond fatigue and distraction. You lay something down, you look, and it's gone. You lose your keys, phone, wallet. You've not done this before, and now it happens every day. All right. This happened to me, and then I would find it in some random place. Like I would find it, you know, stuffed under a cushion in the couch. And I didn't put my keys there. You know, that kind of thing. Um, Yeah. You smell smoke for no reason. I have a girlfriend right now that's going through this, and I was so glad that I figured this one out. Basically, the the occultist inhales smoke, and then it exhales it, and they curse you at the same time. So if you are smelling smoke for no reason, the Lord rebukes the smoke magic in the name of Jesus. And I have a girlfriend that has smelled cigars, cigarettes, and wood smoke. I felt I had smelled wood smoke and um, tobacco smoke. And actually the tobacco smoke was so strong that I'm like, is there somebody outside? I open my door. I step outside. It was like somebody was smoking a cigarette right on my porch. No, that's smoke magic. Um, Some of your Nephilim type intruders smell like cat pee. This is your reptilians. I have even smelled this in dressing rooms in high-end retail stores like Gordon Taylor. Or, you know, it, you would think that there wouldn't be any cats in a place like that. <laughs> anyway, your access to the dream world is blocked or you have nightmares, horrible nightmares. Um, I've actually, they actually tried to kill me in a dream. And the Lord stopped it both times. I'll just go ahead and tell you one of them because it is kind of, it's kind of funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. In this dream, a gray alien, I was in a hospital bed, and a gray alien came in and had on a yellow clown wig with a nurse's hat on and said, well, you need to um, finish your business because you're going to die. Now, I look over, and um, my first husband, who has since passed, was sitting next to me. And I said, well, if this is true, will you take care of, of Emily for me? And then I looked at him. It looked like he was sleeping. And he shook his head with his eyes closed. And so she comes back. She says, okay, it's your time. I looked at her. I said, I don't feel like doing no dying today. Get out of here in Jesus' name. I woke up immediately. But my, over my heart, it hurt. It was like somebody had punched me there. So, Okay. All right, so dreaming of falling from heights or jerking awake suddenly, panic attacks, fear, fear with shortness of breath. I used to have dreams of falling off the side of a mountain, and sometimes even after a dream like this, I would wake up with horrible back pain and bruises. Snakes are both in your dreams and in your real life. i killed some supernatural looking snakes over the course of the last 20 years um so um that's just also insects and and this is something i have covered on on your show before johnny and i'm actually putting together a really comprehensive um blog right now because I kept telling people, these are not right. There is something wrong with them. They're not right. And, you know, of course, you're crazy. Push back, push back, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, rebuke the devil and he'll leave you and that kind of stuff. But I'm like, 
No, you don't get it. It just stung me. It was a wood borer. They don't sting people, and this thing just stung me in the back of my neck. Uh, and they would come up with the, you know, the the typical pat, <laughs> put in a dime and get your advice. It's Lucy's uh, psychiatric advice stand, Christian behavior. That's that's what they. But these insects are not. Re- and you know what? Huh? They've been doing this since Egypt. It's called entomological warfare. And they're building these in those biolabs in the Ukraine. I have a whole insect department, and I have the documents to prove it. Presently, a lot of our insects have been taken over by smart dust and chips. They have names for them called micro-aerial vehicles or ultra-microscopic aerial vehicles, but every single picture I have seen on the internet of these are not what they look like at all. They've got crystals on their back. They have wires. When you open them up, they have, I can't even explain it, but I'm going to be doing a blog and putting it up so you can see it for yourself. Um, I have seen some that are smaller than gnats. Some are surveillance. I have posted on this blog pictures of flies with cameras on their back. They, and some of them carry a payload to make you very sick or to even kill you. Um, bizarre behavior of animals. I have had some really odd encounters with wildlife that cannot be explained in the natural. Okay, birds, squirrels, cats, foxes, raccoons, and opossums. The list is so long I should do another blog. But these poor animals are being used by witches. What they're doing is they're injecting their human spirit into the animals so they can run surveillance on you. They used to call these familiar spirits, meaning family. But I knew that they, and actually, so dumb. There was a kitty and it was going to be cold that night. So I put the kitty, because I love animals. I put the kitty in a, a cage and brought her into my house and put her in the uh, in the closet. It was a big open, I mean, washer and dryer and everything was like, I don't know what you call it, a utility room. And that cat, I had to put her back out because it was the weirdest thing ever. I mean, I saw something like smoke coming off of her. Anyway, I, I didn't know, but I did understand that there was something not natural in her and that shouldn't be in my house. This is one of their favorite ones. Your professional career suffers. I have been attacked many, many times this way. It goes beyond all logic and it leaves you baffled and broken. The attacks are unprovoked, undeserved, illogical, unprofessional, and quite frankly, should be illegal. You give 500% and you get fired or blackballed or bullied. I don't know how they're doing it, but I do know they can. I I honestly think it's something that they have put on you that incites other people against you. And that brings me to the next one. Irrational behavior of people towards you. Now, we're seeing this more and more with the jab because they're all being controlled by something right now. And we see strange people doing even stranger things. I believe gang stalkers fall into this. People follow you in cars. And I'm sure some of you targeted ones can totally relate to this. I was in a restaurant. I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me, but I've, I've told you on this show 
how the employees attempted to slip a rupee in my iced tea when I was in the bathroom. I didn't know these people. Well, I was on my way to Montauk. I realize that a lot of this is happening with electronic realms and digital domains run by demons. Yeah. But the Lord rescued me from that one sip of that tea, left me with numb lips and woozy in the head, and I drove my van to another parking lot to clear the drugs. One sip. Obviously, they were trying to kill me. I had never met these people before. It was, you know, hundreds of miles away from my home, so that doesn't make sense. So I now believe that they were under remote control, and something was controlling the entire restaurant like a Sims game. That's my only explanation. Yeah, it sounds simplistic, but that's probably what's happening. You have blockages in your money. There is no such thing as lack or these weird, bizarre blockages in the kingdom of God. There is none. And yes, I know in our world, money goes out faster than it goes in. And with inflation and gas and all this stuff, it's, that's, it's never been more true. But this is different. You have to buy things twice. Your devices get stolen or crash and you have no recourse. You end up making the same repairs over and over again. You get check charges, but you balance your checkbook and they're just random. Yeah, you can call the bank who acts like they're doing you a favor for putting it back to the way it is, but now you've just lost a whole morning of work, which some of us work by, you know, what we can put out. And when a whole morning of work is taken up with this random loop of phone calls and AI answering machines, you know, it's horrible. One thing breaks after another. Like you'll have your washer, your dishwasher, one thing after another is breaking. That's witchcraft. Your car needs repairs constantly. Your washing machine breaks right after the warranty expires. In spite of the fact that you paid your tithe. Oh, God help us. That is another thing I need to talk on. You still find yourself in one ridiculous money situation after another. It's almost like there's an invisible thief robbing your blessings. And that's because there is an invisible thief robbing your blessings. Lord rebuke the thief in Jesus' name. You see black dots, glitter, or smoke flying over. When under um, attacks, I, I saw this all the time. You get, this is a big one. You get tightness and heaviness, especially in the back, shoulders, and chest. I would get these bizarre, bizarre pains in my lower back and in my lower lip cage. Extreme hunger or no appetite at all. You can't eat. A constant headache, complexion changes, pigment changes in the skin, itching, burning, and singing pains in different parts of the body, particularly feet and toes. I could feel needles jammed in my toes, just random. No, it wasn't neuropathy. Mm. No. Medicines don't work. Whatever is wrong with you baffles doctors. This results in doctors using stronger treatments that do more damage than good, or even accusing you of being a hypochondriac. I've been prescribed medicines that have made what I was going through much worse. I gave up on the medical people a long time ago. I find most of them to be arrogant, annoying, patronizing, and even threatening. If you have good doctors, praise God, I have never found one. This is a big one. Suicidal attempts or thoughts of self-destruction. 
every time I have come under attack, this happens. I don't want to live. Now, this is what I mean. This is witchcraft. We do not get in agreement with these thoughts. We do not. Um, we're not alone. I mean, Elijah, the same thing. When he had confronted Jezebel, just kill me now, he says to the Lord. These are not your thoughts. These are the enemy who wants to take you out. Do not agree with them. Rebuke them. And women, okay, not all of these are due to witchcraft, but remember, demons are good with plausible deniability. They get away with an awful lot because we can't see them. Bruises, black and blue, marks around your thighs, your privates, your arms, your other body parts. Rape in dreams, sometimes with an orgasm. That that's say they're, you know, women. I think they call it a succubus and got an incubus, you know, with men. Um, irritation in your lady parts. A complete stoppage of your monthly flow. You're unable to conceive or you have blockages in your fallopian tubes or unable to hold a pregnancy. Miscarriages. I've had at least two of those stolen for me. Yes, and I know this is straight talk, and I'm trying to be um, tactful, but, you know, come on, let's be adults here. Men. And men, head and temple area is often targeted. Thumbs and big toes are also targeted to break the immune system. This is true with women as well. An individual can be killed using this technique. If the individual is physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually strong, you will then become a challenge for them, and they will ramp it up and try to take you down. Oh, you warrior men, oh, we need you so badly in the, in, in the body. You are under siege right now, and you must stand anyway. You need to stand over yourself and your household, or these attacks can go on for over 20 years, causing great harm until you die or your family does. Please hear me. They can and do cause heart attacks from a distance. The full armor of God is a must of your morning routine. The breastplate of righteousness is your bulletproof vest for the heart attack gun. You must be aware that not everything you're dealing with is material. And on the flip side, not everything is spiritual, and I hope you don't think I'm suggesting that. I am suggesting that we address both. For the longest time, we have been told if it's outside of the five senses, if you discern it, you're crazy. <laughs> you, need, you need some kind of medicine to fix that, you know. Or, or, and in the meantime, the devil and his minions are just having, you know, a field day because the rest of us have been shut down spiritually. We've become very dull spiritually can, um, to understand that, that you are being um, attacked, is your prayers feel stagnant, blocked, or you lose interest in your prayer life? This is what I was saying, how I was losing, you know, some of my normal behaviors. I never had a morning without this, and now I was going weeks without this. I, I just didn't, I don't know. I, all of a sudden, you know, reading the scriptures no longer held my attention where my heart had been so passionate before, now I was having time, having a hard time staying focused at all. Um, 
spirit activity does increase two or three days before the dark moon, full moon. There's a calendar of high magic days. We've got a couple of them this month because of Easter. I've included a calendar on, on you know, this post. You can pull it up, keep it, and those days where this is rolling around, up your prayers. Um, we're to keep watch and pray. Um, Voodoo, Obeya, Santeria, these are all kind of the same thing. They are an extension of Egyptian magic and extremely dangerous. Presently, there are AI technologies that perform the same way as these ancient methods, but are far more powerful and efficient. For those of you who want to say to me, it only has the power you give it, you have never been through it. And I sincerely pray you never have to. But if by chance you find yourself under some of this, please remember what I'm telling you and come back to the blog and pull out the deliverance manual and start praying for for what's going on over your home. Voodoo. They use clothes, hairs, nails, pictures. They use to make a doll that resembles the victim. This is done to establish a correspondence through your image, through your DNA. And they will construct a likeness out of these methods and they will leave the heart area of the doll open for the final ritual. And then they kill your pets, take their heart, and they put it in in the doll's body um, while it's vibrating. And they place that in the heart area of the doll. They have done this to my cats. They have done this. They have killed my pets a lot. They kidnap them for that reason. Anyway, the first time this happened where they stole my pets and my life started going berserk was in Tulsa. But, okay, this is after Tulsa. When they have used your pets like this, the connection is even stronger through your love for your fur babies. Uh, Please do not let your pets outside and unsupervised. If you have a fenced yard, they can still get to him. They took my dogs right out of my yard one morning. Do not allow your cats out at night. No good thing ever comes of this. Pray over your house. I even had them kill my cats when they were inside. Anoint your house. It's not hard to do. Get a little olive oil. Ask the presence of the Lord to be in that oil and anoint your windows and doors. Once the doll and the victim are connected, two or three-inch needles are pushed into the doll at specific acupuncture points to break the energy system of of the victim. And by the way, I had to learn all this, and I'm just sharing what I've learned. As the pins are pushed into the doll, the victim feels like the needle is being pierced into his body. That's why I would get stabbing pains in my toes and in different places. There is no distance in DNA. The victim can be sitting thousands of miles away. The perpetrator can even be off-planet and still experience the attacks instantaneously. Also, please, please, please be careful with your garbage. I found mine picked over regularly. Full vacuum cleaner bags were taken. They were after the hair and the DNA samples. Again, if you're a believer, you're a target. The wicked are under orders by their hierarchy to take you out, and they are not playing. They are fighting for their own survival. Remember, they are bullies, they are cowards, and they are liars, and they are relentless. They have at their disposal every 
powerful technology their blood money can buy, and they are liars, and they are good at it. They will even lie by telling you the truth. And remember that 99.99% truth and 001% falsehood is still a lie and a very good one at that. And don't get into an argument with them. Your enemy can manipulate your fallen flesh. Also, forget the stuff you see on the TV. It's totally unnecessary to shout. They're scared to death of the blood of Jesus. When they try to lay the guilt on you, you remind them that you're forgiven and they are not, and the blood of Jesus is against them. They will try to heap shame and guilt of your past on you. Remind them of their future in the lake of fire. We'll say that again. When they try to heap the shame and guilt of your past on you and they tell you that God can't forgive you and that he hates you, blah, 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 remind them of their future in the lake of fire. Don't speak to them unless you're speaking the word. That's just a a rule of thumb for me. This really happened to me once when I was casting a demon out of the individual. Demon. God doesn't love you. What would he want with this horror, disease-ridden old bitch like you? And there was more. I won't repeat it. It was disgusting, etc. Me, after letting him rant for a while. You know what, demon? I know what I am. I am forgiven, and you are not. I'm loved by my Abba so much that he will give me anything I want, and I want you to go right now. And I said it exactly like that. A sand, a sound, this sound came out of this man's mouth like I have never heard before. The walls rattled. It sounded like a 100 freight trains roaring through my house all at the same time for 10 minutes. And when it stopped, the man was back in his right mind. We asked the Lord to command his angels regarding us. And when I asked him for that, he sent me archangels. When I was at my worst, he sent me his best. Um... Lips and other body parts get swollen in the spur of the moment with no medical explanation. Shooting and stinging pain in your tongue. And sometimes you wake up with a blister for no reason. Um, jerking or twitching of muscles and body parts. Um, the feeling of ants crawling on your body. It just, ah, oh, ah, oh, it's horrible. Or your body parts vibrate. Now, in my case, my whole body was vibrating and my bed was vibrating. Heaviness or tightness in certain parts of the body. Okay. All right. So I think I'm just going to stop here. Um, A few years back, there was some hushed-up research that was done at Stony Brook Medical College and even involved the DOJ. They have concluded that voodoo witchcraft can kill people. The 90s brought in a lot of people researching for police departments, but somehow after 911, the funding was cut, the department shut down, investigations came to a grinding halt. The idea of rituals was labeled as a farce and fringe. Um, So that's kind of where we still are, except it's even worse. And I'd say that from what I've seen, particularly in the last few years, it's becoming the way of things for our institutions such as the CDC and the FDA to stand up and lie to people to go take something that is unsafe 
to lie to them about the side effects, to cause people to even die from this. The word for that, the word for that is manipulation. The word for that is murder. Amen. Amen. As as of right now, our government is the occult. The American government is the occult. It is. You know that. They you put your armor on. You make sure that your prayer life is full of life and full of passion and make sure that your prayer life is every single day because you need it right now. We all do. Amen. Amen. Um, The show is coming to an end. Um, Will you uh, close with the prayer tonight? Powerful message. I sure will. I sure will. Abba Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you. We praise you and we thank you for your goodness to us. Father, thank you that we can come to you about this horrible stuff. Father, most of us don't even know this is going on, but I think we're beginning to wake up. Father, in Jesus' name, I am just asking that the ears that are hearing these words tonight, that the Holy Spirit would move upon their heart, and Father, that they would do what they need to do to get ready for not just the spiritual war, but the physical one that is blowing this way. Father, I'm asking that they would step into their spiritual (laughs) big boy and big girl pants and look straight at the enemy and say, no, not today, devil. You're not having your way this day. You need to leave now in Jesus' name. And, Father, I am asking that the spirit of fear that is trying to take over your people Father, that you would send a mighty wind to blow it right back to hell where it came from, in Jesus' name. And, Father, I'm also asking that if somebody's listening in and is saying to himself, I don't know this Jesus. Who is this Jesus? This Jesus is your only way to salvation. We are all sinners. We have all fallen. And this is how the Lord himself made a way for you to live with him forever and ever. And all you got to do is say, Jesus, I confess to you, I am a sinner, and you are the only way into the kingdom, and I need you. Come be the Lord of my life, and let the blood of Jesus cover me. And I am thanking you, Father, for the good things that you are doing in my heart right now, in Jesus' name. And now go get yourself a Bible, and if you can't read it, keep asking the Lord to help you. And he will, I promise. Or you can write me and tell me. Then we will try to figure out how you can understand the scriptures because it's marvelous. It's a marvelous thing that you have. Father, I thank and praise you for Johnny. I'm asking for hedge of protection to be around him, around his show, around everything that is his life. Father, in Jesus' name, I am thanking you for the opportunity to tell the people how much we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Such a powerful message. Very sobering. Um, Tonight is Wednesday, April 6th. And the next 
show should be the seventh or seven o'clock eighth of April um, for the uh, prayer vigil. So anyway, thank you all for joining us tonight. Thank you you. for um, a very sobering and powerful message. And uh, God bless you all for joining us tonight. Thank you so much. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our might. Sinners set the mercy of grace. Redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise be name. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you, we will endure Until you come back for your bride To set her free Write our names in your book of life We are cleansed through your holy sacrifice As we lift your name on high Renew our mind, renew our soul, remove the scars from our past, and deem us righteous. We rebuke all deceptive. I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory. <laughs> 